0: Eric works one-on-one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned.
1: Welcome to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and no-show that I do would be complete without our fearless radio guide and my buddy, Tony Shore. Good morning, Tony.
0: Hey, good morning, Eric. It's another great day here on the show with Eric Cheek. I love it. It's a beautiful day. Glad to be here. Uh, Thanks for having me on your show, Eric.
1: Well, uh, you're welcome. Um, Now, today, you're going to love this one. I haven't told you about this, but this is what we're going to talk about today. Today, we're going to talk about living to age 100 and beyond.
0: (laughs) Little Buzz Lightyear Toy Story action. I like it. And beyond. Yeah, I
1: co-opt that. And beyond. I'm not going to put a limit, you know, uh, an expiration date, uh, as it were. So uh, we're going to talk about living way up there in age. Wow. Yeah, you know... uh, I'm seeing it with clients of mine. I've got quite a few clients actually that are in their nineties. And wow. uh, I tell you what, it's a, it is so fun uh, to work with them. Uh, my grandfather lived to be 96. Uh, it was kind of weird. He died on my birthday, which was kind of odd, you know? And I was thinking, huh, what does this mean? But uh, I spent uh, a few days with him uh, the summer before he passed away and an absolute blast to be around uh one of these old timers that would get dressed up to go out uh, put a bow tie on a little jacket and uh, we went down to the neighborhood denny's and i watched him uh just uh just flirt with every female in the entire place (laughs) and just get away with bloody murder you know yeah Um, it's
0: that generation yeah
1: and Yeah, and everybody just said, oh, he's so adorable, he's so cute. And I'm just thinking to myself, <laughs> if I said any of those things, I'd probably be arrested or something. But uh, <laughs> anyway, he was just really uh, full of life at uh, 96 and then died in his sleep. I oh, go, uh, wow, what a way, you know? Yeah, no that's... fanfare, no bedside vigil, no horrible illness. Nothing. Uh, Just passed away to sleep, didn't wake up. So, uh, you know, people are just living longer, Tony. We got vaccines, uh, analog breaks, uh, defibrillators in restaurants. Uh, That's a big thing now that anywhere you go, uh, even public buildings uh, have defibrillators. Uh, You know, uh, we humans, we're constantly finding new ways to stave off death. So, you know, the result is lifespans are getting longer and more Americans, uh, you don't have to watch Good Morning America to see it, are just hitting triple digits than ever yeah. before. Um, according to the Centers for Disease Control, the number of Americans to hit 100 rose 43% from 2000 to 2014. Wow. But the, uh, yeah, is that crazy? The potential for long life, uh, it also means the big question uh, when putting together a financial plan. Uh, who would anticipate, when they retire, say in their 60s, that they'd have, uh, you know, a 40-year retirement? Um, you know, so this potential for long life also means considering the big question: uh, what sort of resources you're going to need if you're among those people to experience uh, this type of longevity, and what kind of retirement plan can get you to age 100? And beyond. <laughs> well, you know,
0: I mean, here's the deal. This is quite a topic because you're right. It seems like, and I mean, it's it's actual. I mean, the stats are right there. You just told us, but I do know more and more people that are reaching that age, especially the 90s. And it, it seems like 100 used to be a super rare thing. I mean, yeah, national television used to read off the list of people. Uh, now, they, I mean, if they read it off nationally, it would be an eight-hour show uh, of mm-hmm. the people turning 100 every day. But, um, you know, my grandfather, you talked about your grandfather, and I've mentioned my grandfather a number of yep. times on the show because he's 97 and going strong. I mean, he drives. He drives. Mm-hmm. In fact, he drove to Montana earlier this year and back. Just him and and Etta, uh, his uh, I guess she, she's his wife uh, his first two wives passed away my grandma and then he got remarried and then she passed away of Alzheimer's and dementia and there was a, a neighbor lady who was a widow and uh, they kind of help each other out and they're a couple now and she drove rode to Montana with him and he drove his big truck and pulled his camper behind and drove out there and drove back and I go well did Edda drive because she's a bit younger than him and he goes no and it goes no i didn't drive he won't let me drive so uh he's doing great nice yeah (laughs) isn't that amazing
1: it is i have a real real cute story that we'll get on uh with the show but uh i had a client he's passed away now but uh he was kind of like your grandfather and mine uh he outlived uh spouses and whatnot and he ended up in an in, in an assisted living facility and uh I was visiting him uh, at this assisted living facility and the phone kept ringing and he had a little uh, pad and paper right next to the phone. The phone would ring and he'd jot something down on this little pad and paper. And, and after the second time I ha- it happened, I said, what's up? And he goes, well, he goes, you know, I'm like one of two guys in this whole facility. He goes, uh, all the residents are ladies. And he goes, and I'm <laughs> I'm one of two guys here. And he goes, and everybody knows that I used to own my own, uh, automobile repair facility. So they call me anytime they need anything in their room. You know, he goes, you know, we got maintenance people in the, in the building, but they call me and he goes like this lady here, her remote control is at work. And he goes, now you and I, and probably her know that the batteries need to be changed. But, uh, he goes. I get a lot of good cookies and treats and and uh, meals out of doing this for the gals in the in the residence. So I like doing it. So it was really cute. He had a little little thing going on there in the That's community it. with uh, awesome. being one of the only guys. <laughs> yeah, and he'd write everything down what he needed to do, and then he'd go make his rounds every day on what he was going to go fix or or do whatever. It was pretty cute.
0: So uh, anyway, uh, that's awesome. Well, you know, you're saying we're going to talk about living to age 100 and beyond. I I don't think you're going to tell us you found the fountain of youth. But uh, what happens to our finances if we do live 30 or now even 40 years in retirement? I mean, uh, you've talked in the past about one of the biggest fears being people outliving their money. So what's the plan here, Eric?
1: Woo. Woo. As always, uh, it depends on the person, yeah. Uh, Today we're gonna focus on six strategies essential to helping make your retirement income last to age 100 and beyond. Uh, So strategy number one, plan on working longer. So this is my plan. I think I have great genetics on my side that I'm going to live a long life. Plus I love working what I do. It's not physically demanding uh, and my brain uh, seems to be still working uh, at uh, peak efficiency. So I plan on working. uh, I don't think I'm going to slow down until I'm 70. I'm uh, not quite 60, so I think I'm going to be going full speed for another 10 years, but it may. Last longer than that. Um, and that's twofold for me. Uh, I don't want to sit around and watch TV and stuff like that. It's just not for me. I like to stay busy. Um, and I plan on, uh, living to a, a long, uh, uh old age. So yeah, uh, that's strategy. Number one, plan on working longer. Well,
0: work longer. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't sound exciting. Uh, <laughs> working longer doesn't sound as exciting as living longer to me. Let's put it that way
1: well it it may not be exciting but it's something we may have to face or at least plan for Uh, let's say you start working at age 25 and you stop at age 65 so you've worked for 40 years uh and let's say you live until you're 95. so now we've worked 40 years and we need to uh, make sure that what we've set aside in 40 years will last us for 30 years in retirement. Woo. I mean, uh, when you start <laughs> thinking about that, and you do the math. Uh, let me see. Works out to 1.3 years working to support a year of retirement. So uh, some are going to have to to work really hard to pull that off. Uh, Now, in other shows, we've talked about the lack of savings by many people approaching retirement. They're gonna struggle to support themselves for 20 years. 30 years or more may not be in the cards, but continue to work uh, isn't as easy as just saying you want to continue to work. Uh, Today, many people retire earlier than they expected to, and it's not always by choice, Tony. Uh, Health issues come up. Uh, employment issues come up, uh, employer changes, uh, taking care of family members, uh, maybe an aging parent or a child that's disabled. There's many reasons people exit the workforce uh, and oftentimes earlier than planned. Yeah. So, you know, ma- yeah, and maintaining an income stream is going to require a different way of thinking about work. Uh, perhaps cycling in and out of the workforce, uh, carving out uh, part-time work or some type of part-time arrangement, or uh, maybe a consulting agreement with a former employer, or becoming self-employed, hanging out a shingle on your own. Uh, Some ideas for part-time income for seniors in retirement also include, uh, uh, you know, I I use uh, Uber a lot and I've had lots of retirees that pick up part-time money, driving for Uber, and they really like it. Uh, If you're uh, in education, you become a part-time tutor. Uh, I have a really good friend of mine, his wife was a special education teacher her whole career. She makes quite a nice little income on her terms uh, being a tutor now that she's retired. Uh, So there's all kinds of things if you just think about it. But the main thing is, it's just going to take a lot of forethought and planning. Uh, Living to 100 is not necessarily uh, a big bonus of extra free time. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. So what you're telling us is we need to build our retirement income plan around the assumption that we're going to live a long time. And I I guess the opposite
1: question is more
0: pointed and uncomfortable, right?
1: Right. Yeah. When doing uh, retirement planning calculation, like the one we do with our in-house Compass uh, retirement report. One of the essential inputs is how long you think you'll live. Uh, what may be a better question is how long you might live. Uh, but uh, you know, I I don't like to ask that question with husbands and wives because then they'll think about killing their spouse and so on and so <laughs> no. forth. So, how no. long do you think you'll live? Uh, no. But more about what age do you think you'll die? what age yeah. might you live to? Uh, and it isn't a pleasant question to consider, but it's important. Uh, yeah. your assumed life expectancy will have a significant impact on how much money, uh, through the calculation will determine what you'll need to invest each month right now in order to have enough to cover your expenses for the rest of your life. Uh, you know, life expectancy, if you watch the news and read the paper, you also see that, uh, it's driving, uh, social security and, and their, uh, they're recalculating how much the Social Security Trust Fund uh, has and when it will run out and so um, and at, the, at the same time the baby boomer generation is is uh, already retired and, and the majority of baby boomers have yet to retire so uh, there's gonna be a lot of Social Security planning that's gonna be uh, involved as well uh, but let's just say that if you choose a life expectancy of 80 uh, the wow. calculation will come up with a much smaller monthly investment amount if you choose age 90. So, part of this is working with someone like myself that can help you uh, create these plans. But, you know, ultimately, we got to plan for a certain age. And if you choose 80, I'm going to say that that's not a very realistic life expectancy, but it's your number. Um, Uh, According to Social Security, men retiring this year, they expect to live to be an average of like 83 and women like 84 and a half. Um, So if you live longer than 80 years, you may run out of money. So what do you do? Uh, Unless you have a serious medical condition or family history of short lives, you should assume you'll live a long time. Uh, And a good conservative plan is valuable. If you end up with more money than you need, uh, that'll be a far better problem. Than ending up with too little.
0: Well, this is great information, Eric, but unfortunately, we have to take a little break here. Is there anything you
1: want to add before we do? Well, you know, there always is. So, uh, when talking about living a long time, it feels good. There's some practical issues that you need to address to ensure you have the retirement you desire for those extra years. Uh, so, whether you don't have a plan or you want a second opinion on a plan you have in place, Uh, The team here at Nevada Retirement Planners are ready to work for you during this process. For our radio listeners today, give me a call at 775-674-2222 or visit my website. Uh, If you click on the radio tab, you'll receive our complimentary Retirement Income Toolkit. It's a foundation of retirement income and it's broken down into four sections, Income Planning, Asset Allocation, Tax Planning, and Legacy Planning. Now, as you use these tools, remember that everyone could use a little help from a financial professional when planning their long retirement. And remember, you don't have to approach it alone. So part of this offer, give me a call in the office to schedule a one hour, no cost, no obligation consultation to go over the toolkit and answer any other pressing questions that you may have.
0: All right, well, I think that's great. And what's the phone number, Eric, that our listeners can call once again? to set up that complimentary no-cost, no-obligation consultation.
1: It's 775-674-2222.
0: All right, thanks. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Financially Tuned and our host, Eric Cheek, after
1: this. Asset allocation can be a huge part of a successful retirement. But where do you start? We start by providing our clients with the Rule of 100 Report. This report helps to provide general guidelines for proper allocation of your retirement
0: and investment assets. We complement this insightful report with the My Point of View questionnaire. Do you have a financial point of view? This insightful self-assessment
1: will help you answer that question. These crucial retirement documents can be found in the Retirement Income Toolkit, and you can get yours right now by either downloading it at nvretirementplanners.com or by calling us at Nevada Retirement Planners at 775-674-2222. Don't start planning your retirement without it.
0: And now back to Financially Tuned with Eric Cheek.
1: Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. And as always with me today is my co-host, Tony Shore. Now we're talking about living to age 100, and beyond. (laughs) Now, in the first segment of the show, we began discussing some of the strategies you'll need to consider when planning for a long life, including working longer or working more purposefully.
0: Ah, there we go. Working more purposefully. I like that one. And thanks for the recap. So, what's the next strategy uh, on our journey toward
1: living to age 100? Well, strategy three would be know your employer benefits. Uh, while we're on the subject of work, it's also important to consider how much and how quickly the working world is morphing around us. Uh, the idea of working at one company or industry and staying there a long time, um, that's becoming more rare uh, and, and pretty much over. Uh, the trend is toward people, uh, they're going to have more than just one job. Uh, but also different types of jobs and employer relationships. So understanding your employer benefits is very important.
0: Well, obviously it's hugely important. So, um, employer retirement plans, I know they change, uh, and have changed a lot over the past 20 years, uh, and they keep changing, don't they?
1: Yeah. You know, the, the old days, uh, you know, uh, a little bit older than my dad, I guess, my mom and dad, but you know, the days of working for a single employer your entire career, uh, you get the proverbial gold watch at your retirement party, and and you get a pension for life or nearly gone. Uh, we used to call it the three-legged stool. You had uh, a pension from your employer, you had social security, uh, which would supplement your pension income, and you had savings in the bank, uh, so they used to call that the three-legged stool of retirement and so now we're trying to do the same things that, uh, that other generations did that preceded us with uh, really only two legs of the three uh, of the stool. So, um, But even if you happen to work for an employer that still offers a pension, there's still significant decisions to be made at retirement. Uh, is there survivor benefit provision? Uh, should you take the pension or should you take a lump sum? in lieu of a lifetime income stream. Uh, How solid and well-funded is the employer pension plan? Uh, When you're working for a traditional employer, particularly large ones, chances are you'll have a 401k, different type of retirement plan, or other work-based retirement plans, uh, perhaps even with an employer match. Uh, Now, when you're an independent contractor, uh, the onus is on you to open a retirement account. Uh, Perhaps a SEP IRA and fund it on a regular basis. Uh, As you cycle in and out of different work scenarios, it's up to you to keep tabs on whether you're saving enough, whether your assets uh, in all your plans combined are appropriately allocated, and how you're progressing towards your goals. Uh, And, you know, if this isn't something that you feel comfortable doing yourself, uh, the yearly uh, fiscal, physical, uh with a financial advisor can help.
0: Yeah. Well, I know working with somebody like yourself is a great idea obviously, but some of our listeners may be skeptical. I know some people out there are uh wary because they don't understand it or they're not sure who they can trust. So how do we know that hiring a financial advisor like yourself is going to be worth
1: the money? Well, uh Good question, Tony. Jeez, I didn't know you were going to hit me with uh, such a good question today. (laughs) I'm putting you on the spot. All right, let's see. Yeah, okay. So, you know, um, among the most common questions I hear uh, as an advisor is, why on earth should I hire you when I can manage my own money? I have a 401k, and if I want to make other investments, there's a ton of information and advice available on the internet. So I do hear that, and I totally understand that question. Uh, Vanguard, one of the world's largest investment companies, has been examining this question for 15 years. And based on research, analysis, and testing, Vanguard has concluded that yes, there's a quantifiable increase in return from working with a financial advisor. Uh, Vanguard calls this the advisor's alpha, Uh, When certain best practices are followed, the result can be an alpha in the 3% per year range. So, a separate study that was conducted by Russell Investments, a large money management firm, came to a similar conclusion. Uh, Russell estimates a good financial advisor can increase investor returns by 3.75% on an annual basis.
0: Well, interesting stats. I mean, well, that research, you know. It's impressive. There are still uh, there's still a lot of people out there that are diehard do-it-yourselfers, right?
1: Oh yeah, you know, never. Not everyone wants or needs uh, a financial advisor. About one quarter of private investors are truly self-directed, uh, according to Vanguard from their account uh, status. Uh, now these people enjoy investing. Uh, They follow the markets. They enjoy creating and doing financial projections. Uh, Perhaps most importantly, these type of investors have a level of discipline that prevents their emotions from intervening with their long-term investment strategy. Uh, Now, given that three quarters of us aren't self-directed when it comes to our money, it's good to know that there's help available that could really pay off uh, in the right circumstances. Now, Vanguard says there's several ways in which a financial advisor can uh, add value to your investment efforts. Um, so let's think about some of these. Among these benefits are guidance on developing an overall investment strategy. I mean, I know a lot of folks that are really good about money and come from careers that, that required a lot of, of, of uh, education, but they have no clue on really how to set up an investment strategy and how to allocate their assets Um, And do they know all the uh, up-to-date tax and minimization strategies? Do they know how to rebalance their portfolios and how to structure uh, and make timely withdrawals from retirement accounts? You know, each of these services can incrementally boost a client's returns, sometimes steadily, sometimes sporadically. But the single biggest way a financial advisor can add value up to 1.5% per year of increased annual returns is through sometimes called behavioral coaching. Uh, And as every good player uh, of poker knows, uh, scared money doesn't make money. Now, the best financial advisors are able to keep their clients' fears and emotions in check by providing steady, fact-based advice and reassurance when the markets get wobbly or crazy. Uh, The Russell study also indicated that this is the single largest benefit of working with a financial advisor. And I can't emphasize enough the importance of this function. Uh, I can tell you earlier this year when uh, the market correction started, uh, uh, just around the 1st of uh, February, what a lot of my clients were looking for is just some context. Uh, they're watching the news, they're hearing the radio about the market, and oh, this could be it, uh, Armageddon's upon us, and and uh, calls that I were taking from clients in the office. Basically what they were ju- just looking at is, how does this affect me? What I'm hearing on the radio, what I'm seeing on television, how does it affect me personally, Eric? And and Uh, when I'd go through their accounts, we'd uh, be able to put some perspective to it. And most folks would say, okay, we stay the course. And so this is that part of coaching and working with a financial advisor that I think really pays off. And I can't emphasize enough uh, the importance of that function.
0: Well, sure. And that makes sense. Now, we have time for one more strategy towards living to 100. What do you have for us?
1: Well, it's got to be save as much as you can when you can. I know this sounds like, uh, you know, Captain Obvious out there, but uh, by now you're likely very familiar with the common advice to save 15% of your income every year to fund your retirement needs. Now, that amount can include matching dollars. But what happens when you have an unexpected medical bill or both your kids get into a very expensive dream college? You know, saving as much as you can when you can, particularly in your younger years when saving is theoretically easier. Uh, you know, in those years when you're less likely to be shelling out big child related expenses, uh, consider stretching to save 20% per year. Uh, and now, if you're in a double income, no child household, if you're one of the dinks out there, that's a time when ramping up your savings can have a long term uh, significant benefit. Uh, you can pull back the savings rate when you have kids around. Uh, you know, eating up your hard-earned dollars, but be sure to jack it up once the nest is again empty.
0: Yeah, obviously, and that's great advice. Now, unfortunately, our time is up for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today?
1: Well, uh, you know, while talking about living a long time feels good, there's some practical issues you'll need to address to ensure you have the retirement you desire uh, with those extra years. Uh, So whether you don't have a plan or you want a second opinion on your plan that you have in place, uh, uh, my team at Nevada Retirement Planners are ready to work with you during this process. Uh, So for our radio listeners today, give us a call at 775-674-2222 or visit our website at nvretirementplanners.com. If you go to the website, click on the radio tab to receive our complimentary Retirement Income Toolkit. Now, if you call me in the office, uh, what we'll do is we'll schedule a complimentary one hour, no cost, no obligation consultation uh, to go over any questions you have and any concerns you have to living this long life that I expect all our listeners to enjoy. All
0: right, well, I think that's
1: great. And what's that phone number one more time? It's 775-674-2222.
0: All right. Well, great show today, Eric. And I know our listeners probably got a lot out of this one. I know I did. It's a great topic for discussion. So timely because this is happening now. We're living longer. But that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with our host, Eric Cheek.